I had a busy weekend in the Nigerian Professional Football League. On um, my weekend, but we saw two away wins, one draw, and a lot of home victories. Welcome to yet another episode of the MPFL Terry Podcast. My name is Chris Imeon, the host of the podcast. And as always, I have with me my review analyst, Pamishebi Samuel. Good to have you, Samuel, back on the podcast. Yeah, it's good to be on the podcast again today. Quite an interesting match day nine. Uh, three away wins, actually, because Kano Pillars, Hatland, and Quara. Yeah, Kano Pillars. Yeah, I didn't remember they played on Monday. Yeah, that's true. So it was a very interesting one. And uh, we we're beginning to get accustomed to seeing wins anywhere at the moment in the league. And it's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one that we are getting to see wins anywhere in the league. No matter where the venue is, a team probably will get to win at least a draw out of the game. Let's start uh, with the one that went down on Friday. Important win for um, Aimba International versus Plateau United. Um, you, yeah, you expect um, Aimba to get at least a draw in the game, but two fire goals from Tosi Omoyele gave them that victory against Plateau United. Yeah, deserved victory because of their first half performance, I must say. I watched the game completely and um, Aimba were dominant in the first half. They controlled the play and then they were asking all of the questions, you know. Uh, it was good to see. The goals came really fast. First, uh, the header and then the ball dropped for him. I think, apart from mentioning um, Tosi Omoyele, Anayo also should be praised for Aimba International. But it was a good game and Aimba deserved the win. Play two played well in the second half. But initially, you would have assumed that the game will maybe end three, four goals in favour of Aimba. But good fight by Plato United. It wasn't enough. It's still a turbulent season for them and um, they're still in the bottom half. But then, good for Aimba. Let's talk about Aimba. Uh, if you watch the games this season and then they've only been able to score goals in the first half in the second half they just keep it tight and um, leave on the um, whatever scoreline they have from the first half now we used to the lack a little bit of killer instinct and uh, will you say that players are not yet there well I would liken them to a team that starts the, the game very very well and then they tend to lose concentration in the second half because one of the problems with starting a game, starting games very well is that when you control the, the game in the first half, you take the lead, you go into the second half with a mindset that now we get time, now we get time. Maybe I say we go flog these ones. Meanwhile, the other team that is losing will be coming out uh, recharged, energized, and um, motivated to go forward. So they have not uh, developed the instinct to be able to know that they are not quite there yet after the first half, which is why they have been unable to score goals in the second half. They've played all the football in the first half. They've not fought very well in the second half. And so far, so good for them. It's been getting the job done for them. Five wins on the bounce. Five straight wins on the bounce. There's no how you will not climb up the table in the MPFO. Definitely, because Ayimba right now at the top of the table. Um, about how many points clear? Uh, about three or four points clear at the top of the table. But after a slow start to this season. Let's talk about um, the two games that went down in Uyo. Aqua United and defeating Castanay United by three goals to nothing in the Freaky F Young scoring a brace in that game and the sixth goal of the season. And Anieka and Ekwe also leading Dakada FC to a 2-1 victory over Abia Warriors. If fans were to be allowed into the stadium, I think that would have been a blessed day for fans in Uyo because it, it would have been interesting to come watch both Uyo-based teams win at home. 2-1, 3-0. An absolutely good day for teams playing at the Nest of Champions. Uh, kudos to Idifreke F. Young. He has started the season very well also. He's behind um, Sadiq Yusuf on um, goals so far. 
but not so far behind, just to go behind. And then um, Anie Kanekwe has also started very well for Dakada. So, uh, in my opinion, it's good for both teams because they actually needed the win very, very well. They, they didn't start the season very well, I must I must mention. Uh, Aqua United, uh, three games ago, they were 15th on the table. And now they have... They have risen so far up the table to sixth, so it's good for them. Even Dakada were twelfth three games ago. Now they are sixth behind Aqua. So yeah, it's a good way to go for both teams. I'm sure they'll be relishing their position at the table at the moment. Well, there is nothing to talk about in terms of goals in the game between Lobby Stars and um, Wiki Tourist. The game ended goalless there in Makodi, uh, where both teams shared the spoils. But let's talk about the away victories that we had in the weekend in the MPF. Let's start with the recent one, Kano Pillars. At the if it's an FC Ifan, but well, it's safe to say that both teams actually were playing on a neutral ground. But yeah. FC Ifan Bar's home ground is in Inewe and they were playing in River State. But Carapillas doing the needful, getting that goal. Um, Ali's first goal of the season, surprising for me because he scored about 10 goals last season. Yeah, Walu Ali Malam. Uh, I watched the game, he scored a free kick, a beautiful free kick actually. And he was a constant turn in the flesh for FC Ifan for Carapillas, I beg your pardon. I think it's, it's always it's also important to educate our listeners on the reason why Ifanyaba was playing at um, a neutral venue uh, for that game because uh, the according to the LMC they moved it to Podakots because of TV coverage they they felt the Ifanyaba stadium was not um, picture worthy was not worthy enough you know and it's part of the things that is in the LMC um, constitution they can't change the venue if they feel that your venue is not good enough for coverage. Yes, for coverage purposes. So, yeah, it was a neutral venue and Canopillas ran away with the win. They played better in the game, but there was a lot of physicality in that game. There was a lot of hitting and pulling and pushing. But that's one decisive free kick moment. Uh, Rabio Ali had about two or three shots on goal. You know, some were saved, some were blocked. Canopillas played well and it's good for them. They are now fought on the table. It's two good win, two wins on the bounce for them. So, they will definitely be looking to go up and compete where they think they should be. Okay. Um, let's go to a career where we saw a surprising result come out of that venue. Sunshine Stars, after losing four goals to one to Abia Warriors, we thought that they were going to bounce back against Cry United. But then they fell against the Ammoni Boys by two goals to one. The positive for them is that Sadiq Yusuf scored the seventh of the season. But the Ammoni Boys, led by Adelaide before, got three points against the Harmony Boys are rising and they are just rising and they are becoming a team to watch a lot of people are, there are already a lot of discussions on um, if they will compete for the title even if they don't win if they will compete for the title they have been steadily rising uh, they started the season very well two wins at the beginning of the season uh, they experienced some turbulent times draws a loss and then now they are back to winning with another two wins on the bounce for them uh, for me I did not expect Bega Agupote to lose that game. The worst he should be getting is a draw. And I remember I've said it that he rarely loses two games on the bounce. And this is one of those moments. It was a surprising one. But for Quarry United, I think it's amazing for them because they have been picking up results now. Uh, they are just a bunch of hungry players who are dedicated at the moment. The only experienced name that we really know is Adelia Yenuba, who has considered two goals in his last two games, which was mentioned. 
because uh, when he was keeping TC, we mentioned it. But nonetheless, is he definitely has a lot of impact on and off the pitch. And if he continues this way for Quara United, they might end up dis- displacing one of the regular top four teams, uh, and they might just fight and pick up uh, a ticket for the continent. Well, there's, there's some interesting names in that Quara United team. You know, that's what Jude Fato come from Sunshine Stars last season, Michael Ohanu, MFM FC, and some other couple of players in that particular squad. But currently, they sit third, if I'm not mistaken, on the MPS. Yes. Just, I think, same points with Rivers United. Yes, they're third, uh, 18 points, Rivers United 18.2. Just better goal difference of plus four, which Rivers United have. Before we talk about a revenge mission in Akegi's Soccer Temple, let's talk about Rivers United. Because we mentioned it right now, Rivers United scored twice, defeating Nasser United by two goals to nothing. Now, Nasser United had gone six games in beating, and all of a sudden, two games, no wins, no draws. Then, like we were saying before, we started recording, um, pride comments before the fall of a man. Well, uh, absolutely. That's the news I'm even getting from um, uh, Lafia at the moment, that the players have allowed the victory, uh, the good start of the season to get into their heads, and they were getting overconfident, overly confident. And now, it's three losses on the bounce, and you ex- you definitely cannot remain where you are after three losses on the, on the, uh, on the bounce in the MPFL. Uh, three games ago, Manchester City were top of the table, and now, three games after, they are eight, eight, yes, eight on the table. They've not added any points, 14 points, and then the top of the, the team at the top of the table done 21 already. They are running away from you. So for National United, it was a terrible result. For Rivers, it's just a way for them to get back again. They have been trying to mix it, win, lose, win, lose. But yeah, we've got to know that win, and um, it's good for them. They're back to second on the table. Well, other results from match that I saw, Jigar Golden Stars defeats Ademar United by Elon Go. And Rangers International pick up, picked up um, a victory over Worry Wolves in the 1-0 um, win at the Cathedral. Now let's talk about Athlant and the revenge mission attacked by the coach. Um, that is the, the report uh, that he and his other coaching crew were involved in an accident on the way back to Weary yesterday, but no life was lost in the accident. I thank you for that. But let's quickly talk about the result they had in Akege Soccer Temple against MFMFC. This is MFM. They are just looking for what did not lose. They are just digging for oil. I don't even know what is wrong with them at the moment. Five games now, five straight games, and they have not been able to pick up any Six, actually, six. And they have not been able to win anything in six games. Four draws, two losses. It's just crazy in Akege. Um, the players seem to be totally underperforming. The coach also looks like he doesn't know how to get the boys to perform back the way they started the season. And it's very terrible. Uh, if there's one thing I know, is that the fixture against this correct heartland where uh, Fidelis is, is like a World Cup final in the in the minds of um, MFM coaches and um, people in MFM, basically, because they always want to win him at all costs. They feel like they, they just need to keep on beating him. He has not gotten a decent results. He has not gotten a win since he, got, since he left. This is the first time speaking of a win in Agege. And um, for Heartland, yes, it's a good result. It's one that takes them out of the relegation. But uh, but guess what? As Heartland are 15th, or, uh, 15th on the table with 10 points, MFM are 14th with the same 10 points. So this same Heartland that was sinking in relegation waters when MFM was in the top 10, now they're on the same point. So how far are MFM from relegating? They won't relegate, that's what I know. MFM always find a way, even when in, uh, in their most turbulent seasons, they always find a way to 
stay in the league, but it's absolutely poor what is going on for MFM. MFM should not be a team that have has any business with the bottom half of the table. And it really there's a lot of pressure on um, Tony Bullos, if you ask me, and he just needs to get to result as soon as possible. Well, um, really sad one for MFM FC there, Atlant, and the least that you could get any revenge over the Olu Koya boys. And let's quickly talk about um, some statistics. We have 14 away wins in the MPFL this season. Well, um, Sadiq Yusuf still remains the highest scorer of the season. He plays for Sunshine Stars. In the free young of Akwa United has scored six goals just behind one goal shy of Sadiq Yusuf. And he can act by the captain of the Kada on four goals. Sosia Moyele scored a brace on Friday uh, scored his third goal of the season. Now, the funny thing for the clean sheet stats is that um, Chine Duran with your Plachi United was on five clean sheets for about three weeks. Idrisu Ibrahim of Kano Pillars and Stanley Nguan Bali of Wikitourist have joined Anozier on five clean sheets each. Leah Yenuba also is on four clean sheets, just one shy of the other three, while Theophilus Afelukai also has four clean sheets. So, and the race for the Golden Glove is just as intense as the one of the Golden Boots. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's really tough. Uh, the poor results for Plechi United in the recent games uh, have, uh, as well as led to Chino Danuzio remaining where he is at the moment. Uh, and luckily for him, Dele Ayunuba is also experiencing the same doubling time for the last two games in terms of clean sheets. So, uh, he's still leading yeah, in conjunction with some other goalkeepers, Idris Ibrahim uh, is doing absolutely well. As so, it's, it's just going to get um, tougher as the season goes. Theophilus Afelokai, he always plays with determination. Whenever I see him in goal, uh, he's always so determined to keep a clean sheet. And whatever he scores, you see his face. He feels so disappointed. So yeah, uh, every goalkeeper wants to win the. Um, the Golden Glove Award. So it's just going to get more intense as the season progresses. It's been the review of everything that went down on March the 9th. Thank you, Samuel. And we can follow on Twitter at Sammy underscore Bam. That's S-A-M-I underscore B-A-M for the analysis and for joining me on this episode. Uh, thank you very much, Chris. It was an interesting episode. Well, my name still remains Chris Emeonio. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Baba 22. That's K-R-I-Z-B-A-B-A-2-2. Our next episode of the podcast uh, will be the preview plus um, the fans version of the podcast uh, where we have fans seeing what they expect from their club sides at the end of the season. Till the next episode, remember to keep yourself safe. COVID-19 is still very much around. Use the nose mask as much as you can whenever you're in public. Keep social distance and use hand sanitizers regularly if you can't go to wash your hands always. Till then, stay safe. God bless you. See you next time. Take the car keys for the Maserati, you get nothing.